It is the earthquaking, pillar shaking, podcast listening, leader of the Meat Pop Express, Big Trouble Ben Bishop. And get ready to get ready, folks, because you are tuned in to the fastest growing professional wrestling podcast in the world, the Three Count. Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man down, know me I like. Hit him with a three count. On the top rope crowd already know how I fly to the flow line. Hit him with a three count. What's going on? It is the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one they call Red Dog, and the host of today's three count podcast debate show. So welcome and let's go have some fun. We're going to go down the roster right now. Now, introducing first, he's a man who's killed more bears than there are in captivities currently. He goes to Russia every once in a while and just destroys him and then challenges Putin to an arm wrestling contest, which Putin, we know you have not accepted yet. Give it up for the man himself, the swole master, Chris Idol. Always happy to be here. Hey, hey, hey. Next up, he is the man. He's been my best friend since 1997, if you guys don't know. Now you know, players. So give it up for the man who's drinking all the milk because he thinks he's Kurt Angle, but he's more like Kurt Angle Light. Give it up for that man. He is the franchise of the Three Count Podcast, Luda Franchise. What up, what up? I don't have a fro, so I don't have a fucking line. So I'm not going to take JJ's this week. I'm sorry, buddy. I love you. All right. Well, that's something that's going to you Murder everything. Stop it. Stop it right now. Give it up for the last person on here. He is the man. He is the college boy. The one that rocks with all the drip. He's the Q master. Some people call him Joshua. Some call him Napster. But, of course, he is here on this show from Millersville, North Kakalaka. Give it up for Drippin' JJ. Drip driving, got the club vibing, thanking the sidewalks for keeping me off the streets, chitty chitty banging, I'm studying every day in. I I can't, I can't with you right now. Not at all. <laughs> and then you, and then you dab at the end? That's been dead for like two years now, man. <laughs> Is that epilepsy? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need someone in the chat to go ahead and just call the call the ambulance. Um, we need to make sure that JJ's not having a stroke as his right arm and left arm are just like tweaking out. We just want to make sure. <laughs> so, so let's go down and let's figure out what's happening today. First off, let's get on some announcements that are going on. If you guys don't know, April 3rd will be our greatest tag team of all time tournament. We do have a few guests that are gonna be joining us. It'll be four of us plus three other guests, so you're going to see us debate the whole tournament in one go. It's probably going to be like four hours long. I'm not even going to lie. Sorry, y'all, but it is what it is. Next up on the list, if you guys don't know, you guys can go to our website, threecountpodcast.com, or you can even just jump on our link tree at linktree.com and follow all of us at everything that we have up here above. So you can see, like, we have the podcast, we have the youtube channel we also have twitter we have everything up we have everything on tiktok you guys can check us out just follow us talk to us about what you want to talk about and last but not least we have two things that are happening big time so number one now into the ring did put out a video that we will be returning april 1st with the man himself storm thomas it is a calm for the storm and you can find out what questions i have to ask him because you know 
he's very experienced, and it was very cool to get a detailed analysis on the world of wrestling. Lou, let us know, man. We still on hiatus? What's up? We are not going to be on hiatus no more. Uh, come eight, April, I am going to come back full time. I think April 7th will be our first return to the ring back. Uh, after coping with everything that the doctor said and knowing about my health, my physicalness, my physical well-being, put my two weeks in on my, my job to start a new job. So hopefully this is a brighter day. I think we're going to have time to do a podcast. Lou said, fuck them. I'm going to put in my two weeks. I don't got time for this. It's like weird. It's like a booking company or something. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> let's hop through this, man. So we're going to start this off right, and we're going to start this in the right way with the Wednesday night rundown. And Chaz's words. By the way, if you guys are wondering where Chaz is, Chaz did quit. Like, he's just not here. We got a new Back. host. A better host. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Not at all. Don't do that. The show Uh, is now equally uh, balanced. This show's equally one last black man gives it the equal balance. (laughs) It's weird too to look like the two guys that are Latin are wearing the three count podcast shirts, and you know, then there's you guys. So let's get into the Wednesday night rundown, man. It was an interesting show, uh, both shows, actually. So NXT coming in with 678,000 or 0.14 in the 18 to 49 demographics, where in AEW, 757,000 fans were watching, our viewers, with a 3.0 or a 0.30 in the demographics. So uh, let's let's get it open and honest, man. So we're going to start this off. Chris, I kind of already know what you're going to be like. Yeah, we already know. So let's go. Let's go around. JJ, what uh, what did you think, man? What was your show? No one can hear you because your microphone's muted. Thank God your mic is off. (laughs) So I didn't get it. I didn't get a chance to watch AEW at all. I've been busy with school, but I was able to watch NXT. So I, I really enjoyed what NXT was doing. So I'm going to pick NXT by default just because I didn't watch AEW this week. So that's going to be my thoughts on okay. that. That's fair. Lou, what about you? Uh, I watched both shows, and I thought AEW had the better show this week. Okay. You uh, can't even do that, Josh. Over the last few weeks, I have said NXT has been putting out better content. Wow. We are already starting this. This is already happening. So I'm going to be honest. Uh for us, 75% of the people on this show is going to say NXT. Because for myself, NXT was um, was the better show. Like, I thought I had better matches. Plus, I'm not going to lie, I was hyped to see Walter, even if it wasn't a squash match against, you know, Drake Maverick. So That's what, that, that was the, the, the turnoff of the fucking show is how's, how's, how much of a squash match that was. No, that's exactly like what's supposed to happen. Do not do that to Rockstar Spud. Do no, not do that. That's not Rockstar I know they don't do that. You're not used to that on the other channel. On the other channel, Walter and and, and uh, Spud, they would have went like 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, and it had been way more entertaining. No. 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 That no. match was exactly the way it should be. Walter should just yoke him up, slam him as hard as possible, pin, and get the hell out of there. Like it would happen on the streets. 
by the way, guys, I forgot to mention too that if you guys want to pick up our merch, uh, three count podcast shirts, you see myself and Lou. Plus, we also have the OG shirts. You guys can pick those up at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash three count pod. So make sure to grab those. You can also get the Red Dogs new shirt that are conveniently placed behind him at. Yeah, so you can find uh, you can find this shirt with me. So if you guys just hit me in the DMs, you can grab that shirt. And then if you want to grab this shirt, you guys can also pick that up at whatamaneuver.net forward slash the red dog. I love it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. I just I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it up here. Someone's gonna ask uh, about it. Amanda loves your new sign language too, by the way. Oh bad. Cool. <laughs> so yeah but back to it man it's like if if that match would have been on AEW, right with walter and uh let's even just throw marco stunt out there right like no, we, it wouldn't have made sense it wouldn't have made sense that marco stunt was able to keep up with walter like at all speed so why, kills. Would, why would why would speed Rockstar kills. what speed kills walter's chops kill and his power bomb. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. Knock it off, Hunter. Whatever. Knock man. it off. That's definitely what was supposed to happen. I'm glad it did. All right. But enough with the Wednesday night rundowns because we didn't care because NXT had a better show, even though AEW clearly had more Always viewers. Wait. Yeah, it wait. seems it's that way. You know, it doesn't matter. Fans, fans are what wait. fans are. Fans are what Daniel Bryan says they are. Fickle. All right. Fickle. Let's get into let's get into our first debate topic, right? So it's been known that WWE sold the WWE network to NBC and the Peacock network. So um oh, she said sign signage, by the way, not language sign language. That's why that's why Lou can't read. I have a GED, Amanda. Leave me alone. I can't read. For those who don't know, you know I thought sign language was weird because I was like, I don't remember Cliff doing any sort of hand motion, but I was just like, whatever, maybe it's an inside joke of some kind. <laughs> but that's hilarious that Anthony misread the comment. <laughs> I have a GED. Leave my reading alone. You guys don't know what like GED because I can for. shoot. I don't have to read to shoot. If you guys don't know what GED stands for, it stands for a good enough degree. So. Hey! <laughs> that's why Aaron likes me. Because I'm good enough. Just, just just, barely clear that bar. That's why we brought you on the show, because you just barely know enough to be allowed on the show. <laughs> so let's get, let's get into this debate topic, right? So the WWE Network did sell, uh, well, WWE sold the WWE Network to Peacock, uh, NBC's uh, streaming service. But what's been going on is that they've been meticulously searching through all 17,000 hours of WWE content to see if it fits with the Peacock brand. Uh, yes, so the debate yes. topic today is, should the Peacock uh, censor old WWE content? And the way we're going to go about this is we're going to go Idol, Lou, and then we're going to go to JJ, and then I'll wrap up. Why does the black man always go first? This is stupid. I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing Chris. Yes. <laughs> because you guys came to our land first and took us away. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to say, all right, so I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about this. So I feel like certain things should absolutely just be expunged and, and, and gotten rid of. 
certain certain things. But, and I mean like the most extreme cases of offense. Like the two examples that we read about that they got rid of, I was like, okay, I understand where they got rid of, why they got rid of them. And let's be real, no one's going to miss those two, those two things. They weren't like, they didn't get rid of Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. Let's be real. They got rid of Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown, which I don't even remember. I'm not even sure if I've seen that whole match in all like honesty. And the Mr. McMahon, John Cena segment on Survivor Series, when Mr. McMahon said the N-word, like, nah. nobody, like, no, no, nobody's, no one's going to miss that. Now, in other instances, I do think there should be, they should leave them, but there should be an, excla- you know, a disclaimer that aired. Kind of like on the network when you would watch uh, something from ECW, they put it like a disclaimer up that would tell you, A, this is, Reddit M, this is what you're going to see if you watch this video. I feel like there should be that. Because if we get too deep into the censoring of WWE history, shit, like everything from before like 2007, <laughs> like, right? the whole Attitude okay, right? Era, you can't put it on there if we're going to go super deep in the weeds with it. So I think in the most extreme cases, yeah, you can get rid of some stuff, but just put a disclaimer and make sure people know up front, like, hey, this this is what's here. We're not saying we condone it now, but at the time that this aired, it, you know, it was what it was. Or something something like that. Something to that effect. I agree. I, I, I like that. I like that. Lou, what about you? I'm peacock right now. Hiding shit like this. I was like, I can't, I can't tell whether that's your finger or if you're trying to actually like flash the camera. So I'm just like, no, I don't, I, I don't think. Like, I get, I get you have company morals, morals and things, but the WWE attitude era kept WWE alive. Should they, should they bleep a lot of things out? I don't believe in it. I don't because I'm very frontal with what was made, what was good, and that shit was good. Oh, um, okay. Okay. JJ? Should they censor stuff? Absolutely not. Thank you, my dude. Um, If we're being honest here, it's if we keep if we shouldn't censor it, but what we should do is just put a disclaimer because we have to realize different periods of time, some stuff that was acceptable then isn't acceptable now. Um, like for example, two hundred years ago, uh, slavery was considered acceptable. Now it's not considered acceptable. You know what I mean? Um. I just think that what you should do is just put a disclaimer and that way you avoid the PR nightmare because if we're being honest, like, like uh, Idol said, whenever WWE went PG, we got to get rid of everything because there is 
uh, girls taking attitude adjustments by men, getting beat up by men, you know what I mean? That's can be considered uh, domestic violence. Well, not, yeah, but domestic violence. So do we have to get rid of all that too? Um, she went for the women. Oh my God. Like, you know, the bra and panties matches. Do we got to get rid of all that? Honestly, that means we got to get rid of everything. I guess, yeah. The whole attitude They powerbombed Mae Young off a stage through people. <laughs> an 80-year-old woman. That old woman deserved it. <laughs> she didn't, Anthony. Like, okay. <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me, let me get, let me get in. Uh, JJ, are you, you up with your point? Yeah, I just think that we, we, we can't, we shouldn't sense, we should just put disclaimers. I don't think we should censor because I think what we should is like, look, look at where we were now and look how better we've become now. Look at, we look at us then and look how we become better now. I think that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, I like that. Then, now, forever. WWE, you definitely fit right in with that slogan. Hey, so here's what I think, right? So the two, the two, the two big examples that we got, yes, were definitely, definitely should have been kind of just removed off the network. Um, Roddy Piper definitely being one of those, and then obviously Vince. I hope to see that Booker's promo like gets cut too, because like let's be real, WCW that was that was a thing. That's all. That was already censored on the network. Okay. They wait, 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 wait. It cut cut the audio. Like he, like the promo is still there. Yeah. But it just, he just says, "Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you." And then, like the audio, like they cut it, like cut his audio, and like piped up the crowd noise that was in the background. So So the promo is still there, but you don't like he never he doesn't say the word. But they still let Vince say it. Now I can't speak to that because like i said that's not a segment that people just actively seek out and say oh i want to go see it so <laughs> i bet somebody want to now I think, I think it might not it may not have been on there i can't say if that was on the network now i know the booker t one was because i watched that i watched that pay-per-view right when i was going back watching like old wcw stuff because I just you know watch stuff that I didn't get to see as a kid. I was just going back and watching it. And I was like, oh crap, this is this pay per view, and I noticed that. So that's how I know about that. Now the Mr. McMahon segment, I don't know if that was on the net. But like I said, no one's missing that. Like if they got rid of that, like I think most of the super extreme stuff that Peacock would get rid of is not stuff we're gonna miss. Like they're probably gonna get rid of the whole Katie Vick storyline. Are we gonna throw a fit? Because we don't get to see Triple H accuse Kane of being a necrophiliac. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just curious, though, because, like, you know, like, other uh, other things that I was thinking about, too, was, like, Trish, when uh, when Vince was, like, bark like a dog. Like, I wonder if that's going to get, like, I wonder if that's going to cut. I just, I'm curious because I want to know how far WWE or NBC has gotten to WWE content. Because, like, I saw a meme about it, and I was, like, just imagine being that intern and finding out that Mae Young gave a gave birth to a hand. Right. So like I think no, that, yes. I think it's gonna be like extreme cases. Like we're talking about blackface and the N-word. That you know, a segment with the N-word that was so that's why I'm like, I'm thinking it's gonna be like extreme cases like that that just flat out get removed. 
other stuff they might they might censor it maybe like i don't know like i don't think they're gonna like go so far as like the memes say and like blur the middle thing i don't i don't know man i don't know because i'm trying to think of like i'm trying to think of stuff that we would see like today on television like maybe like i I don't know like like i said it's a weird like it's a weird thing it's almost like you have to assess it on a case-by-case basis yeah definitely and i think i think what it is for me too is that the may young thing like you said cliff they presented that in a comical fashion like we weren't supposed to take it seriously so like that was so that that's a little different than like i don't know like what that's a different story than when kane had i mean i mean when lita had a miscarriage because of gene smith you know what i mean wanted the baby (gasps) yeah yeah i can't wait (laughs) you you almost have to deem it as like it's got to be case by case like we're probably not going to see the uh, DX spoof in the nation because X-Pac was in black. We're probably not going to see that segment oh, uh, yeah. on Peacock. I bet, you know what? I bet that slips through the crack and then somebody watches our show and then goes back and like, oh shit, that was something that happened. <laughs> so <laughs> like, we, have a, we, have, we have a listener and a watcher that, that's, that's active and she said, uh, let's not forget that she didn't have Peacock till they got Xfinity. Who is paying for Peacock? It's old shit to begin with. And she wants to know if any of us have been on Peacock yet. Uh, yeah, I watched the new episodes of Saved by the Bell. Actually, I like those a lot. Um, yeah, I've been I've been playing around with Peacock, like uh, just checking out some shows that because I don't watch I don't watch a lot of TV like other than wrestling i don't watch a lot of tv so there were some shows that i was told about that i just never got around to checking out like right now i'm watching uh the show superstore i heard a few people tell me it was a really good show so i've been watching that on peacock and i like it i mean it's a dope app there are things on here that i would watch other than wrestling right so I'm, and I, I think i'm probably gonna get more of my money i'm gonna get I'm going to get my money's worth out of using the service. There's a bunch of stuff that I would watch outside of wrestling that's on. I I think it's cool. I like it. And even at that, I mean, if you're watching wrestling, though, you're still getting like, you're getting close to 17,000 hours worth of wrestling stuff. So it's not like you're, you know, if you're watching primarily for wrestling, you're, you're getting, you're paying half the cost of what it was for the WWE Network. And you're still getting all, well, a lot of content for it. So it's not a, it's not a bad deal to, to look at. And Amanda said that uh, Peacock has Saturday Night Live, and and we are saying that they that they need a censor. Uh, yeah, you know well, it's funny because well, I, I didn't watch all of the, you know, I don't like I said, like we're speculating, we don't know how deep their you know the censoring is going to be or going to get. They might just remove those extreme instances and put up disclaimers for everything else. Like we don't know. They're still I'm just wondering. I'm Wait, wondering no. if this kid, okay, okay, so aside from on Peacock side, not just not even worried about like um on uh because I don't know and I have to go back and find out. But yeah. there was an episode of Saturday Night Live where Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase were going back and forth about a job and uh Chevy Chase dropped the end bomb right there. And I remember and I remember this episode distinctly because Richard Pryor was like, as soon as it was said, he's like dead honky. 
And like, I was like, yo, this is a, it was a great bit. But then like, eventually like Chevy Chase ends up like hiring Richard Pryor as like the most, is like the highest paid janitor of any company ever. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things I'm wondering, I'm curious to see if like that gets on there. Cause if that's on there, then obviously we'll see like how relaxed the Peacock get, Peacock Network gets. Cause I don't think it's on Hulu and I know there was sure. for it, but I don't know. It is what yeah, it I is. don't think see, that skit probably isn't on there. Cause if I'm not mistaken, I believe Chevy Chase is actually banned from hosting SNL. Yeah. He's on like the do not return list because of that skit. If I'm not mistaken. Probably. A lot of people get put on that list though for dumb reasons. So I don't know. I'm not saying that that reason's dumb. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that a lot of people get put on the do not return list because like there was a one girl um they had the frick skit I don't know if you remember that where uh she and uh I forget who threw someone threw an ashtray and she she threw the ashtray and she was just like you threw that me you freaking stood up for yourself and I fucking love you and she was like oh and then they banned her because <laughs> she cost some money and then they kicked her off the show and then they banned her i was like damn that's crazy so um no, I don't know. Crazy, though. i you know what i guess we're going to have to think of some of the most offensive things we've seen on television and actively go search and see if they think they're on at this, at this point people are so sensitive all the suck it motions every time they say suck it they're gonna have to fucking start bleeping out no, nah, I don't think that it's not even that extreme, especially with, with wrestling fans. But I do agree with the Xbox skit. Like, I definitely want to see if like that's actively there or not. Yeah, because that's definitely be one. So we're gonna yeah. move on. We're gonna jump into debate topic number two. Which, let's be real, let's get into this, right? So, who had a better year, Roman Reigns or Kenny Omega? <laughs> Mm, sorry. <laughs> so, well, I kind of you thinking know about Roman this... Reigns having a good year or something when you did that, man? I, well, I I know how this conversation is probably already going to go, but let's let's <laughs> wrap it around. So, JJ, uh, let's go. Let's go, Lou, JJ, Idol, and then of course I'll I'll wrap up. Who had a better year, the cleaner or the head of the table? One's a white guy, one's a black guy. No, I'm just that kidding. is so uh, far. I think that is so far. <laughs> no, I, I, I seriously think Roman Reigns had a better year, honestly. I mean, come back from leukemia uh, and the whole COVID thing kept him away, came back, destroyed the fiend, and Braun took the title. Has it like, I don't. I, it's a fu- it's a fire story with the whole head of the table thing. <laughs> so I, I I'd give it to Roman. I think he's had a better year. JJ. Um, this is not up for debate. Roman had a better year, and if you think that Kenny did, I think you're on more weed than Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg combined. Must be Chaz. Wow. Wow. You, um, Chaz isn't even on the show. Chaz quit. I can't believe you're going to be out there dropping his name. Like, you're going to have him run uh, back in here or something. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna agree with. Uh, I'm I'm agree with both guys. I for the one simple reason, like take away like my hate of Kenny Omega. I feel like if you judge them based on their res- the respective two hour shows that they are participants in, Roman is the highlight of SmackDown. I don't feel like Kenny is the highlight of Dynamite. I feel like it's always someone else. That's the highlight. Now that might change from like week to week as to who's the highlight. Like one week it might be Britt Baker, then the next week it might be Ray Phoenix or somebody like that. But I don't feel like it's ever like ah, you know, Kenny was the highlight of the week. Whereas Roman, it's very rare that there's something on the show that's a highlight that he's not a part of. Anytime Bianca Belair is on the show, it's better than Roman. You are a liar. I love Bianca Belair, but you are a liar. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to be the one who's different in here and saying that Kenny actually has had a better year than Roman. And here's why. Um, so, and, and we're only going based on time, right? And that's, that's kind of like my big, my big differ is because remember for like four months, like Roman wasn't even a talking point. He left because obviously like, you know, COVID being an outbreak and he wanted to take care of his family by all means. That's, that's great. But in that time span, like Kenny was like holding down AEW. And I, and I do understand your point about like everybody like was doing their thing, right? Like that they're highlighting different wrestlers. But when you watch the show and you saw Kenny Omega show up, like think about the, think about the greatest matches that we've talked about so far in AEW, right? So the great, a, a great tag team match in FTR versus Kenny Omega and um, Adam Hangman Page, right? Kenny was a talking point. We talked about the first time that uh, Kenny, like when Kenny really turned heel, like he had a great match in that, uh, his next great match. He had a great match with Moxley. We've talked about his matchups with um, Rich Swan over at Impact. And we've talked about his matches that he's had um, with the Good Brothers, you know, teaming up with them. And we're also forgetting the fact that this man also – and in terms of championships still holds the triple a championship. Like he still has that, that title and he had a great match at triple triple a let's be real. And we talk about Kenny, like Kenny, some trash, but we are always talking about Kenny, like for some reason. And as much but shit as it's make me talk about Kenny, but here, here I, do Kenny. That. I do get that. Uh, but my <laughs> other part though, is that like, when Roman came back, right, by means, Roman lit the world on fire. But if I have to look at it in a time span, I was like, Roman was gone for like four months. And plus, let's be real, like at the beginning of January last year, we were like dogging the shit out of him. Talk about, oh, so he had that great match at Royal Rumble and then was gone. And that was it. Like that was all that was there. And so I can't, I can't overlook what Roman was doing at the beginning of January to the end of February and then be like, Oh yeah, but he had this great four months from like August till August till December and tried to try to sell me on that side. Like I just, I can't do it. So for me, as far as like quality stuff, like we, maybe if you would have said the last six months, I would definitely have to agree that Roman is the better, had a better year or the better six months, but for the whole entire year, no. I'm going to go with Kenny Omega over uh, over Roman. 
I always forget that he didn't. He wasn't there for a good portion of. You know why? Because Roman was so amazing as the head of the table, he made you forget he was gone for so long. Hey, go, just go like, like this real quick. Justin, so quick Justin. reminded me. Hey, hey, Justin, go like this real quick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like that, I was proving Cliff. Like I forgot Roman was gone. Like I'm not saying Cliff is wrong. Yeah, I mean he is right. Like he's got a good point. But I, for, I did forget. Wait, what? Right. I didn't say I agree. I just so, said he has a good point. <laughs> I want you to say it, Justin. He said I was right. That's all I needed I want to, you to say. It. Right. Right, Cliff is right, right which may, which means Kenny had no, the that, that does not mean that. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, listen, okay. The three of y'all picked Roman, and you're entitled to your wrong opinion, okay? Well, I'm just I, putting I, out there. I, I, only picked, I only picked Roman because I didn't want to offend our black friends. But the, the um, black friend that you would offend is not on the show because he quit. Oh, <laughs> I always got to remember that. <laughs> Roman had the better year. End of story. You're, you're Roman had out. the better end of four months. That's it. That's all you can. That's all you can throw out there. Two thirds of the year, Kenny Omega was holding it down. One third of the year, there was there was Roman. Roman one third of the year is four times as good as what Kenny's third of the year. Crazy, no, but I still feel like even in that time frame where buddy. Roman was gone and Kenny was there, Kenny still wasn't the highlight of the show. I, I feel know. like I feel like whenever Kenny showed up, we were like. Maybe not all of us, because obviously, like you guys have your strong like. Y'all don't watch the shit. I I was I was locked into Kenny matches. No, 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 no. During this period of time that Cliff is talking about, I was watching the show. (laughs) No, you were not. I I was. Oh no! Hey. Ever since I've been on the show. We're off of the show. Ever since I've been on, I've been on the show since probably July or August. And ever since I've been on this show, you've always been, I hate AEW because they made me pay money for shit. That's a lie. I have never paid money for AEW. They have never. I hate the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Well, okay. And there's like, okay, I'm glad he said that too. So what about the Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, uh, Adam Page versus the Young Bucks match that we talked about back in January. We're like, man, that was a great match. Like I don't know. I was like, it was great until Kenny kicked out at one, and it ruined <laughs> it for me. We can go back and review. I remember. I remember, I remember that. you saying that. I was, I was getting into it. I was like, okay, all right, all and right. Then he powered okay. up, and then ah, bah, one kick out, and I was like, fuck it, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'm looking at it and I'm just like man there's like a lot of like things that Kenny did throughout the year and I was like man like I really enjoyed it like he had like this nice baby facing and then like he had the tag team situation going on and then he turned out to be a douchebag and be a heel and then he really made me hate him and then yeah. the good brothers joined in and Don Callis was there. and the crazy thing is, is Don Callis is Paul Heyman like maybe not as good on the mic as Paul they are essentially like that. Don they're the Callis heaters. <laughs> yeah, Don Callis is a shitster. Yes. <laughs> Very much. He is a good shitster. I, 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 I like Don Callis. I like Don a lot. Go to, go to uh, your brand and stir that so, shit. Gotcha. 
<laughs> so so now now that we've all kind of had our, our different our opinions based on everything are we still rocking the same ones because i know i'm still going with kenny i think i'm going kenny too of course bark like a dog hey all right first thing first let me watch shut up let me get let me get idol and jj's final opinions okay you know what they're gonna be <laughs> I'm still going to go with I'm still going to go with Roman because I feel like Roman Roman's four months had a bigger impact that like I said it made you forget that he was gone for that period of time but like I'm not I'm not going to be mean and downplay and act like Kenny didn't do shit here either <laughs> AJ will though so we're waiting JJ. let's go Kenny did not have the better year. Imagine that. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And and you know what? We want you guys' opinions, so if you guys can, write in the chat. Who did you think had a better year, Roman or Kenny? And if you guys are watching this post, tweet us, tweet at us at the three count pod, uh, three count underscore pod, and uh, let us know who you thought had a better year, Kenny or, or Roman. We'd like to hear from you guys, and you know, this would be a great way that you guys can join in the conversation with us. And then also, you know, tell us why the other one's wrong. Uh, let's get into our third and final debate topic, which I don't know. I feel like we're all going to be in agreement with this. I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, so it was announced on SmackDown that on night one of WrestleMania, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair will main event that night. At least that's how they put, they made, they sold it. Um, so I'm going to believe that's the way it is. But do you guys think that Sasha and Bianca should main event. I'm going to let uh, JJ, Lou, Idol, and then I'll finish up. Um, hell yeah, they should. I think that if you win the Royal Rumble, you should main event. You know what I mean? I, I, that's, I, that's how I personally think it should be. Um, well, we can always say, well, some Royal Rumbles, they didn't main event. Well, because they were being stupid. But if you, like, the Royal Rumble is supposed to be you, whoever wins, get their shot at WrestleMania, and they should main event WrestleMania. But but traditionally, it's it's the men's that main event WrestleMania. WrestleMania is only supposed to be one night, not two. Well, we're talking about now where there's two nights. And even then, let's say beforehand, when they for like that little small simple size when only the men did main event, um, the women's uh, or the the women's people that won the world's the women's Royal Rumble, um, weren't they the last match for the women on the card that that night as well? Though I may be wrong. I think um, they were the last women's match, but they weren't necessarily yeah. the last match. Yeah so, yeah. so yeah, I think yes, they sh- they should main event, and if not, then you guys are stupid, stupid idiots, because they should. If you win the rumble, it makes the rumble have more weight. If you if you main event, that's what I'm trying to say. 
I it doesn't make the rumble feel useless because it's already gimmicky. Anyway. Don't you talk shit about the rumble. I promise you, JJ, I'll come to Miller's New York and I will punch you right we will in the not let you disrespect the memory of Pat Patterson like that. You can disrespect I'm not, Pat I'm not Patterson's memory I'm saying that it's like that, but do not disrespect the rumble. <laughs> I'm not disrespecting it. I'm just calling it what it is. I like the rumble. That is I my mean, favorite time of year. And when people spoil it, I legitimately want to fight them. <laughs> yeah, the the Royal Rumble is is one of the best ways to build new stars. Besides the Money in the Bank, which we know they have been doing a terrible job for like three or four years. That's not the debate topic. So do you? Know. Like, do you like yeah. Sasha, well, actually, I forgot who I'm talking to. Lou, give me your opinion, man. Sasha Banks, Bianca, should they be an event? Should Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks main event WrestleMania? Absolutely not, because Sasha Banks is hot fucking garbage. She shouldn't even be a fucking champion. And no, I'm just playing. No, actually, yeah. I, actually, <laughs> I was like, I know that you couldn't even believe that's the direction I wanted right there. No, I actually, I actually, it's it's a it's a it's a bigger story than what we think. You know what I mean? I mean, you have two black athletes, many, and not just men, but they're women. That are fucking phenomenal right now. They're they're the fans behind them. Everything that we we talk about is behind them. They should definitely be fucking main eventing WrestleMania. This is something historic. This is something that's bigger than any of us actually really realize. And I'm super fucking excited for it. Okay. Idol. All right. Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair, two of the most gifted people in the WWE. This is a big match, big moment. Should they? Absolutely, they should. If that goes on last night one, I will not be mad. I will enjoy the hell out of it either way. However, I feel, I would feel a little guilty about them being the main event. Here's why. Bobby Lashley is our WWE champion right now. This man took the long journey. He equally deserves and should have that right to close out WrestleMania. And in order for Sasha and Bianca to close it out, Bobby Lashley can't. And who's to say that Bobby Lashley is going to get this chance to do it again? He's not like decrepit or old or anything, but things can change in a year. It's more likely that Sasha and Bianca will be here on that main event caliber a year from now than it is that Bobby Lashley will. Like, let's be real. Like, Bobby Lashley last year was losing to Aleister Black in, like, some meaningless match. Now he's the champ. He could easily go right back to that position. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's a really hard thing. I wouldn't be mad. I'd be totally on board. But it's like, knowing that if they do, Bobby Lashley can't. It's like, damn. Because, you know, Bobby Lashley being in that spot is an equally big deal. The fact that he's champ heading into WrestleMania, closing the show. Because the only, the only other black person to do that is The Rock. <laughs> so, I want to stir this pot real quick for you, Justin. Okay. 
let's say that Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair highlight mm-hmm. match night one. Mm-hmm. And you get the option to pick Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre on night two or Roman or that triple threat match with Roman. Which one are you going to pick? Okay. So you're saying that if, if Sasha and Bianca main event night one, and I had the option to move the WWE championship match to night two. Yeah. What would you, would you pick that one or would you keep the, okay. All right. I would be okay with that. Like I, I like that scenario. And the reason being is because Edge Roman and Daniel Bryan have all gotten the chance to close out WrestleMania. They've all gotten that chance in a big way. Daniel Bryan got the big win at WrestleMania 30. Roman got a big win over Taker. Edge got to close the show with Taker. So they've all experienced that spot before. So I would be okay if that match didn't get to close in favor of Drew and Bobby. Because we all know Drew got cheated out of his big moment last year in front of fans, thanks to the, the pandemic. And Bobby Lashley more than deserves that spot. So I kind of wish it was that way, honestly. Actually, that'd be fucking dope. Let's all start tweeting out the WWE and say, fucking smoke. <laughs> Listen to a three count podcast. I'm going to be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, right? So I think if you look at the storyline between Drew and Bobby, it's not nearly as hot as what the story is between Bianca and Sasha is. And I think that's why it should be main eventing on night mm. one. The now, story- hold on, hold on. Now, hold on. But what is the story between Sasha and Bianca? There is no real story. They've all been, been, they've been fucking bickering. They've been bickering and fucking Well, remember, it started off with them being friends. It started off, it started off as that friendship <laughs> angle, right? Like, yeah. They were both like, oh, we respect each other. And then Bianca won. And it was like, oh, well, I respect you a lot. And then, like, they started losing. And then, like, the animosity started to build between Sasha and Bianca because they were losing in tag title matches. That, I mean, to be real, like, I don't really know if they should have been losing. But I kind of liked it now that I look at look back at it that now Sasha's like, uh, no, I'm going to show you how veterans do it, which makes me believe that Bianca Belair is going to win on WrestleMania to be like – the, the rookie sensation like came through and won the big match at the big time over a veteran. So I think that's just what it is. That's the story. It was like the veteran trying to tell the rookie like, Hey, this is how things are going to be done. And then the rookie like trying to fight back and say, no, 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 I'm, I'm that person and I'm going to do that thing. So that's where I see like the matchups. Well, that is cool. But that Ricky, that rookie veteran kind of advice thing kind of just started. Like since the Rumble, they were bickering from like the Rumble until Fastlane. They were doing this weird thing with Frederick where there really wasn't too much of a story. No, it but I, like, think, I think they're trying to find was, like that right lock, but it was something that Sasha had said where she's just like, you know, she's like, yeah. I'll show you how things are, rookie. And like, right. I mean, like, I mean, let's be real. Like, we're not going to remember the story mm-hmm. like a year or two. We're going to be talking about the match, but right. I don't know if I'd say like, their story, like the build up to the match, is better than the Drew and Lashley. But I wouldn't say it's worse because. Oh, I wasn't say that. I was just. So kidding. I don't. Yeah. So I. I don't. Mm. If I gave the if I had to edge it, I would give the slight edge to Sasha and Bianca over Drew and uh, Drew and Bobby because it was like Drew had this match with Sheamus and then 
they had then yeah. James had a match with Bobby, and then like Bobby then was like, "No, I want to face Drew. That's what we're gonna do." Blah 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 blah. Then and then what really irked me too, and this is something, is that Bobby was like, "I'm not afraid of Drew McIntyre," and like they were like going face it, and then he went to the back and was just like, "Whoever takes out Drew first, I'll give him a shot at the title." I was like, "Why?" That really just diminishes your character because then that means it makes you look like you're afraid of Drew. He's got to remind us that he's a heel. He is supposed to be the heel in the story. Listen, so he can't be too cool. He can't I'm be too right. cool. He can be cool, but he can't be too cool. Listen, I just want what Big E always talks about. Two big, sweetie, sweaty men slapping meat. That's all I want. I know, get your 30-minute I, I just want a five-minute match of two men slapping meat. <laughs> That's all I need in my life. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, they got to remind us that Bobby's a heel. Like, sure, he could kill Drew by himself, but why do it by himself when he can get some minions? I get it. I get the fact that you want to be like, I get that part. I, get, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Why not be a dick? How are you going to feel when Drew takes a title from him? <laughs> then two big men slapping meat. That's all I need. <laughs> that's all I'm going to talk about. But yeah, so that's, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I kind of like Sasha and Bianca's story personally myself. So I like I like watching the. Wait, wait. Like I said, like I. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's like this year in the WWE. It's like there's so many people that are just like worthy of like closing the show. Like really, like there's a few different directions where they could be like, all right, this is who's closing the show, and I don't think I'd be like up in arms and fury. Maybe a little disappointed because you go, oh. But it's not, there's no match that would close that I would be like, oh, I can't believe this is closed. Oh, no, I would. If Randy and The Fiend is closing, I'm going to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. no. <laughs> no. I like let me, it. Okay, let me. Let me. I get to see Alexa Bliss. I, I like it. Championship match. Yeah. <laughs> more clear. You're right. I would be fucking, I'm, we'll save that debate for another week. If, if it was, if it was, like, let's be real, man. If it was a New Day and AJ Styles versus uh, Osmo. I would be like, no, you don't deserve to close this out. <laughs> All right, hold on, but what if almost is really fucking amazing? He could be. He could be. <laughs> but we'll never know until that night. And at that, what happens if he goes in there and just shits the bed? And then what do we all do? Oh, my God. What if he shows up? And twist- oh, my God. What if he twists his ankle climbing through the ropes? What if he trips and falls and, like, breaks his wrists, like, getting into like he like steps over the top rope and the rope comes up a little too soon he just pancakes out like i don't want that to happen because i want good no, things to happen no, for this I, match. Like, I, need some, I need some wood to knock on hold on wait a second <laughs> right, here we go but i was like oh man i like some of these matches you know what like we're not we haven't it's not even a debate topic but i just want to get you guys' opinion um so I'm going to start to this, but then we're going to go uh, Chris, Lou, and then uh, JJ. The match that you're looking forward to this year at WrestleMania, like what's the match that you, you want to see? Um, and I know for me, it is Sasha versus Bianca. I'm just going to be upfront and honest with it. Um, okay, so when WrestleMania rolls around, there's always usually the match that I'm looking most forward to. And more often than not, it's not one of the main events. Not because I think the main events are really bad, but it's usually like some match lower on the card that piques my interest that isn't a top title match. 
Uh, for this year, I'm really looking forward to Steph versus Cesaro because I know they're going to tear the house down. And I'm really happy that Cesaro's getting his first singles match at a WrestleMania. Like his first one-on-one singles match. I personally am looking forward to that the most for that reason. Just because Cesaro, we know Cesaro's awesome. And he's finally, like, that's a big moment. So I'm happy for him. Man. Lou. I'm looking through the card right now, really. <laughs> um, like, I, I like what Jer- where Justin's going with this, the whole Cesaro versus Seth. But I'm still kind of intrigued on uh, Big E versus Apollo. That's the match I'm really that's a, I think that's I'm a great win. match. That's a, that's a good choice. That's a, that's a really good choice. I, I am super hyped and I really want to like is it fuck no nah, I'm mean, you know what? I don't even care if it's fucked up or not I want to see Apollo win the Intercontinental title. <laughs> I I, yeah. I don't know if I want to with, uh, see that because I, I think like trying to give, they've been trying to give Big E a push. If if he loses the Intercontinental Championship, does that mean you're going to still push him to the the the, the heavyweight title? Well, if if that's maybe. the case, then let's do it. Let's fucking do it because Big E deserves it. But, you know, he can also win it back. You know, if he loses it to Apollo, it's not like he can never win it back. Right. I get that. And normally yeah. when, when – and I think I think what happens is you have – you know, I don't know, this means just kind of booking it, and it's not like this is solid for me. I'm just going to be honest. You have Edge pin uh, Daniel Bryan, wins the mm-hmm. title, still protects mm-hmm. Roman. Then Daniel Bryan obviously can get his rematch at, like, Backlash or – payback or whatever stupid pay-per-view they're going to have next and then what you end up doing is you start building towards SummerSlam with Big E versus Edge as Edge being the heel good yeah I, I like your line of thinking in, thinking Cliff because I was thinking that Big E would get his world title shot at SummerSlam now who's the champion I was like ah, you know they could go a bunch of different directions but I think Big E come SummerSlam will be the uh the challenge and if not SummerSlam, definitely mania next yeah yeah all right jj what about you um this is kind of tough like i'm stuck with like four matches in particular that i that i really want to see uh the sasha bianca match particular the apollo um big e match because i'm interested in apollo's character so it, it, it intrigues me, and like, who doesn't like two big black sweaty men? Jesus, <laughs> me. Yes. I just I like how you had to like put like I just put in two big men slapping me, but you're just like two big black men slapping me. No. <laughs> like the way you sold it, I was like, this is a category you've definitely looked up in the past. <laughs> <laughs> talk about okay, I know this isn't the debate topic either. Oh my talk God. About low really? Key, hold on, how low key stacked WrestleMania the WrestleMania card is and became like in a seven day period of time. Yeah, Seth <laughs> and Cesaro, Kevin and Sammy, Biggie and Apollo, uh, Rhea and Asuka, Sasha <laughs> and, and Bianca. 
the triple threat universal title match, the the WWE title match. I mean, like the whole card, except for Randy versus the Fiend, which upsets me because I love Randy Orton. But I might just leave the room for that match. I'm, I'm intrigued about that match. I really still am still intrigued. But but what's I, funny I, though, you Anthony, I just wanted to end. I wanted to end. Thank you. Thank you. I've never wanted something Absol- so bad to come to an end. I absolutely <laughs> love what they're doing with Alexa Bliss in this thing. Like that's got me hooked. Every time she comes in with the dark eyes, the light, the dark around her eyes, the light, and what she's doing, the whole games, I fucking love it. I don't. No, don't get me wrong. I think everyone's killing their role in the story. It's just like the story's been going on since like October. I yes, I feel like I feel like I've grown up with the story. I feel like I was like a teenage. It's like the Fast and Furious franchise. It's like when is enough enough? How many movies do we need? I know they're good movies, but at some point, there has it has to end, right? (laughs) <laughs> but it's not going to end till Dom races an alien. I just Saturn's and I'm I, like how and I'm like and also how does the story end? How does this end? Like this story can't end with the fiend pinning Randy one two three and then we just all move on. No, nope. there have been there's been deaths and possessions and people being burned alive and fireballs and <laughs> a, a crazy chick that has like telekinesis. <laughs> Crazy chicks, and we've got people like spitting up black ooze. Like this can't end with this. Like one, two, three. Here is your winner, the Fiend. Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> like it can't end, but like how does this end? <laughs> in a uh, barbed wire exploding death match <laughs> <laughs> with sparklers. I mean, so sparklers. You know, what? you know what, Anthony? That would be the most normal thing to happen in the feud. <laughs> To be honest, considering everything else that's happened, that would be the most like normal thing about it. I want a Firefly Funhouse match with Randy. That's what what I'm thinking it's going to be. I'm thinking buried alive match. Ooh, actually, you know what? I'm not against that though. I was thinking that too. I'm like, you've got to like bury Randy, and he's got to disappear for like six months. Six months, yeah. Where this story is gone, he can't just like lose and then show up at like. The raw after mania and like start his next feud like it doesn't work like that we can't we can't go from this to like oh randy's feuding with i don't know anybody ricochet like we you can't just segue to that you can't just move randy on what do you do with the fiend after after he's done with with randy what do you do with the fiend i love the fiend i wasn't a fan of him Everybody under the roster, and then you have him. You just you just and have him. You bring up everybody. I I thought we were seeing the fiend way too often. I'm like, this is a character that you just can't do stuff with. I feel like Bray should have should be focusing more on his like Mister Rogers character. I think that should be the primary one that we get, and then in like extreme instances, we get the fiend. I still feel That's like I, I still feel the Fiend character. Universal title. The thing is, though, is that the Fiend character's like initial run was like only attacking people that he had previous beef with, and like yeah. seeing him like to see the Fiend like randomly like go against Seth Rollins, like they're like, "Well, he it was the shield in the Wyatt family," but you've never mentioned the Wyatt family 
since Bray Wyatt had came back. So why are we all of a sudden trying to force that narrative? Like, I was like, this is a big mistake. Like, the Fiend can't win the title because then that means you have to beat him. And well, how do you beat the Fiend? Like the Fiend, like right now, the Fiend just can't lose a match. This man just got resurrected from being burned alive. How does he get pinned one, two, three, and we move on to something else? Like, it's weird. Is it's like I don't know. They've written themselves into a corner with him. So yeah, it's like, what do you do now? Um, I was gonna say, what I was gonna say is, you have these two matchups. You have two matches on both nights, right? That we're really kind of like not looking forward to, right? With Fiend and Randy Orton, right? But that's because we don't know how it's gonna have to end, right? It's just it's gone on so long that we're kind of like, hey, I love the fact that you're able to do long story, long term story booking. But you're not really like it's it's okay, it's time to end it now. But then like on the other side, we have Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, and we're just like, oh. that match doesn't need to happen. You could put that on Raw the next night. <laughs> True. 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 So yeah, yeah I, I can't say that I'm really looking forward. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to Shane's Daredevil antics because those are always fun. I always I love seeing him hit the coast to coast. And the elbow through the table, but I yeah I don't know if I feel. I always like when Shane jumped off the Hell in a Cell and Sammy grabbed Kevin Owens. Like I popped for that shit. Yeah, like like, I love Shane. I love Braun, but they're not the opponents I want to see for each other. Right. I I just rather see Shane wrestle someone else and Braun wrestle someone else. I, I. uh, Shawn Michaels is Mr. WrestleMania, but Shane is Mr. WrestleMania moment. Every fucking year he's in there. True. Yeah, that's true. But all right. So those are our debate topics. You've even heard us talk about like what matches we're really looking forward to. So we have to get into the greatest segment of this podcast. Let's be real. It is known as the Red Dogs. Power rankings! Dun, 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 danger zone! Danger zone! Dun, 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 dun. What, JJ, you're not gonna do with us this time because it's not your brother? No, Lewis made me ruin my appetite for doing Oh my it. god. I cannot believe Good. it. Good. Fuck no, that's you. Cool. It's cool. When your brother does it next week, if your brother comes back to the show ever and he does it and you do it, I'm calling you out. It is what it is. Absolutely. So let's get started with our rankings for March 28th. Of course, we have honorable mentions, so we're going to jump right into the honorable mentions. First one that we're going to give it to, honorable mention number one, Asuka versus Peyton Royce on Raw. I'd like the fact of seeing Peyton Royce like actually start getting some kind of like momentum kind of rolling for her a little bit. Hopefully, we'll start seeing them more. Uh, number two, honorable mention, we're going to give it to Bronson Reed and L.A. Knight. On NXT. Uh, number three, this was actually kind of a surprise match. This is why it's on here as an honorable mention. Uh, Tay Conti versus Nyla Rose on Dynamite. Like, you know, big ups. Uh, our number four honorable mention match is going to be Dakota Kai and Rach- Rochelle Gonzalez versus Io Shirai and Zoe Starks on NXT as well. And then our last honorable mention match, Bianca Belair versus... Natalia on SmackDown. By the way, just to give you an idea too, that is the only SmackDown match on the on the list. <laughs> I was like, uh, even though I really liked the Rollins, not, uh, 
Rollins Nakamura match. I was about to say Rollins Nakamura didn't even didn't make the honorable mentions at least. I'm no, surprised. he didn't. And I think it's only because like it's weird because I kind of I I should have put it on there at least on the honorable mention, but I just yeah. I just left it off. But yeah, because like yeah. and to be honest, like I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some other matches in here that we could talk about that could have made it this week. So let's jump into number ten. Uh, Jordan Devlin versus Kushida on NXT makes it on the list. So I'm glad to see Jordan Devlin back too, by the way. Like I was just so hyped seeing and I know he's been on NXT UK. I get it. But just seeing him on NXT, I was hyped to see. Number nine, we have Shotzi Blackheart and Amber Moon versus Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah on NXT as well. Uh, number eight, this was this was actually one of my favorite matches. Uh, Laredo Kid and the Lucha Bros versus Brandon Cutler and the Young Bucks on Dynamite. I just I just like seeing Laredo Kid. Like ever since I've been watching him on MLW, like seeing him on AEW, I just I've been hyped seeing him. Um, let's go to number seven, which I this match is probably gonna be kind of controversial. We'll just call it what it is. Big E versus Apollo Crews at Fastlane. Um, I liked it. It had a funky finish. Nomad Candela was a botch or not, so that kind of got me more hyped because I'm just like, whatever. Like, you can't tell if it was or wasn't. Like, cool. Did its job. Um, number six, Karrion Cross versus Oni Lorcan at NXT. I like this a lot. <laughs> I like the fact that Oni Lorcan got a lot of offense in too. Um, this one, uh, I, I can't wait. <laughs> this is going to be one. Uh, number five, Kenny Omega versus Mass Idel on Dynamite. <laughs> and I, okay, let me be honest. I put that match on here because of the events that happened on AEW Dark uh, Elevation two weeks ago. Yeah. So, oh, was, yeah, yeah. Was, the, the segment with Booger Sugar Khan. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> uh, let's go to number four. So this match probably could be argued to be number one, and I can leave that open to interpretation for you guys. But Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus at Fastlane uh, was just a great brawl. I just love watching it go back and forth. Uh, number three, uh, Ace Austin versus TJP on Impact. I definitely – I was very hyped about that match. And by the way, all these matches are in the top four were at one point the top match <laughs> until I had to reassess. Uh, number two, Darby Allen versus John Silver on Dynamite. That'll be a match. It was a great match. And then number one, which ultimately became the match, uh, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at Fastlane. <laughs> so there's your list for the, uh, March 28th's power rankings. And I'm going to be honest, uh, WrestleMania week, uh, we're probably gonna have to do like a top 20 with five honorable mentions. So you'll probably see a top 25. Because let's be real, last year we did the we last year we did WrestleMania and we had the two night WrestleMania and we had all and we didn't even have as many shows. Remember, we did AEW, we did SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and then WrestleMania. And this year we've included MLW, we've included Impact, and we've included uh, NXT UK, not to mention randomly you'll see Game Changer Wrestling or Generation Championship Wrestling or some other show is going to appear from the indie scene. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm very nervous about the power rankings in two weeks because there's going to be a lot of wrestling matches on there and we're going to be like, yeah, we saw this coming. <laughs> two nights, two night NXT 
two-night WrestleMania, Impact, NXT UK, Raw, yeah. SmackDown, uh, NWA Power yeah. is coming back. Like, oh, no. <laughs> we are going to fucking overdose on wrestling content. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Not to mention, like, guys, if you guys don't know, like, on TikTok, like, I do the, I do the quick dives where we legitimately talk about wrestling. <laughs> I looked at the review schedule for that week, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm legitimately going to be cutting videos every day for this. So if you guys get a chance, go follow us at the Three Count Podcast, uh, Three Count Pod on TikTok, and you guys can watch all that, all that content is going to be out there. And uh, I think I'm gonna put it on my sh- on my channel as well uh, for uh, the show. But that is the debate show. That is what we've done. We've picked out three topics, and actually, this has actually been kind of civil. I think uh, Chaz, you're not gonna be allowed back on, man. Like, just <laughs> we've had these great conversations where like Chaz usually flips his shit and then like turns his camera off and walks off the set. <laughs> Are you saying that Chaz brings out the worst in us? You know what though? I think. I- <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I, mean, I didn't say it, but I'm not disagreeing. No. <laughs> just said yes. Things are more peaceful and and civil on the show with our host not being here. We need <laughs> we need the controversial one back on the show though, so that we can we can at least have more content to edit. <laughs> but guys, it might make your job easier. <laughs> I love that JJ like meet his mic. He's not saying anything at all. He's just like they all said it. He's so I didn't, mad I didn't, didn't agree with them. I didn't agree with them. He's so mad at me. I didn't before. agree with them. <laughs> but guys, hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> all right, so that is the debate show for today. I will catch you guys later. I am the Red Dog Clifford Miller here with Idol Master here with JJ here with Luda Franchise. We'll catch you guys next time and be there or be somewhere else. Hey guys, it's the host of the Three Count. You know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social media. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you... Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.